couple of comments to make. In that last segment, I was going on and on about my Deshaun Watson take. I had a hot take at the barbershop the other day. Mm-hmm. My stylist was doing my hair. And you know, I was so into that, my take on it about Deshaun Watson, which we'll talk with Lisa about here in just a moment, our official attorney, that I missed something. Chris Dem gave, gave Dave like a little good one, like a little point, like you got him. And I was like, I didn't get it. I didn't hear it. But then later, I was replaying it in my head as I do. Dave said I was in for a long time because I was getting a cut in color. See, he's winding me up. He's winding me up. He's mm. saying I color my hair. And Dave said it. And I didn't get it until later. I was like, wait a minute. He said I, just, he said I got I was just there for a rinse and set. I was not there for a cut and color. Absolutely not. not too soon. Then meanwhile. <laughs> then meanwhile. I see a few sprigs of silver coming through. You better get it checked. <laughs> just on the temples. I tried. Need some Rudy Giuliani touch-up? Uh, makes me look smarter. I feel like a, a sprig or two on the uh, temple makes <laughs> me look Embrace it. I think you're a genius for doing it. <laughs> I wish you. I had hair to color. <laughs> Thank you. you. Keep up with it, Kelly. I do not. I don't color my hair. Oh. I do not color my hair. And then meanwhile, uh, we do this every single week right at this time. We go to commercial break. We tease Lisa Lanier coming up. We're talking about Deshaun Watson in a moment. We're talking about this YouTube fight. And uh, Biggie makes the call to secure her. Every week at exactly this time. So with about 35, 40 seconds to go, Biggie says, "Uh uh-oh, emergency text from Lisa. She's in an area that has poor cell phone reception, so if we're having trouble getting her, that's why. And I looked, and she wasn't on the phone. Yeah. So we said to Biggie, well, have you called her? And he goes, no. It's like, well, we're definitely not going to get her that way. (laughs) I don't think she can yell that loud. (laughs) A real brain fart there. (laughs) Yeah, she kind of... uh, (laughs) She's waiting for your call. Biggie yeah. looked at and said, she's not there. I said, have you dialed the number? No. no. Yeah. And, and th- three and a half minutes prior, I said to Biggie, don't you have a call Called to make? Hey. Because that's what it was. I thought he that's mimicked the phone to me. Yeah. And I thought he was saying, are you on the phone? So I was yeah. like, no. What happened was no. bagels came in. And I unexpected. was unexpectedly, I was literally, this is not on my diet plan. I was literally slathering a bagel with cream cheese. And I was saying, Biggie, please stop me. Please stop me. And Chris Dim said, don't you have a call to make? And uh, he did, but he didn't make the call. Now he has. He's mm-hmm. got her on the phone. He didn't stop you from eating the bagel. He, he didn't did place the call. He didn't place the call. He really. <laughs> <laughs> but he got his steps in. He did do that. He marched in place. Lisa Ladeer is on the line. All that having being to say, she's here with us for Lawyer Up. Hello, Lisa. How you doing? I'm fantastic. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on with Biggie there. I, was, oh, yeah. I thought maybe yeah. he could reach me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did have trouble because he did not actually pick up the phone. <laughs> yeah, that is trouble. That is trouble. <laughs> I had a real lapse in brain there. Yeah. What an exchange. What an exchange. Yeah. Like, Anyone well, can pick up a phone. <laughs> it's the dialing. <laughs> He was panicking. He said, she's not there. I said, have you dialed her? He said, no. 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 <laughs> In my mind, it made sense. I think I found the problem. I just had a hot take on Deshaun Watson, Lisa. You know, he's Deshaun Watson, the quarterback now for the Browns. He's got $240 million in a guaranteed contract coming to him. And 20 of the women that have accused him of sexual assault, inappropriate advances during massages, have settled with him. And for some reason, it just now... Went a light bulb went on while I was getting my hair set and cut the other day. That of course, if I were a woman like this, first you're very angry that this happened. You're upset. You're hurt. It, obviously, he should never have done these kinds of things. If he did it, uh, you know, and many many women have accused him. But I think if I were a woman, and I'm assuming they're probably young 
and their massage therapist, I'd take the money too because I bet he came to them with a million to $2 million each. And I'd probably say, yeah, I don't want to go through all the court mess. I'll just take the million dollars. Do you think that's what almost always happens? Well, I mean, it certainly is. You know, they don't want to have to relive it, I'm sure. You yeah. know, and, yeah. and uh, have to be drugged through court. And then they get their personal lives get examined. And, you know, it's just a, it's not a fun thing to go through litigation. So I'm sure they're, they're pretty. And that's what, you know, Epstein did that for a long time. He just. He just wrote checks to all these people for a long, long time before it finally caught up to him. And I see how that happens. Don't you see that it's just like, yeah, what you just said, I don't want to go through it. And it, if you get 2 or $3 million, you're set for a long time. I mean, that's probably well, what I that's all, And that's all anyone can really. I mean, you know, you can't make them whole. You can't unring that bell. And so mm-hmm. money is the only thing that, you know, that's what they're going to get if they go through litigation. Yeah. They win a jury trial, they're going to get money. Yeah. So uh, they might as well go ahead and settle with them on the front end. The only thing that they, that, that sometimes deprives is the criminal, you know, the criminal aspect of it, because they'll sign a non-disclosure and then he won't ever go before any kind of law enforcement about it. But, you know, the, for, that's, not their, that's not their role, really. I mean, they're there to try to you know, aggrieved. They've been aggrieved. They just want some kind of compensation for it. Yeah. So. As an attorney, Lisa, the, what does the fact that four women decided not to settle tell you, or not at this point? I mean, I think maybe they think that they can get more than what he's offered. That mm-hmm. that's part of it, or they may be unwilling to. I'm sure he's asking for a non-disclosure, and they may be unwilling to do that. They want to. Some, some people really want to tell their story and want to make sure that he stopped mm-hmm. and that makes me that they they have a bigger agenda we should point out too he's not this is not any criminal case he's right. he's been investigated and there's no criminal it's charges. a civil case because it's impossible to prove really isn't it i mean you know even though all those women have accused him i think it'd be very difficult to criminally prove him yeah in this guilty. day and age i mean getting the money and getting on today's to, show yeah, or social yeah. media that's yeah. And, and I, big time stuff. I guess what just finally registered with me was like, well, no wonder you don't want to go through all that. You get money and all you can get is money. Just put it behind you and take your cash and move on. So I really, I mean, it's easy to say to put it behind you and move on. Well, but I mean, what I'm saying is put, you don't have to do it. You don't have to mm-hmm. go through the, the court. You don't have to be on social right. media or television, all that stuff. And you I mean, put it behind you, move on. Maybe not the right way to say it, but you get your money. All you can get is money no matter what. So, yeah, we might as well get it sooner than later yeah, and not have your name drug all through. And yeah. a lot of people don't want that notoriety. You know, they don't want to be out there known for mm-hmm. this. They, you know, they want to be known for their career or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to be known for this. I mean, there, there's. I saw an interesting story on that, not to get too into the Deshaun Watson case, but there was HBO Real Sports did a story with uh, several of the accusers sat down and told their stories. And they're gripping stories. You know, they're very believable stories. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun Watson has denied everything mm-hmm. up until, to the end. And his attorney, uh, at the at first, Deshaun Watson's attorney did not want to say anything. But then at the very end, they relented and said, well, we want to make a statement. Mm-hmm. And essentially, the statement was, on Deshaun's behalf, is that all of these women are using the same attorney and there have been no criminal charges. So they, they're basically trying to say that this attorney is just trying to troll these women. Mm-hmm. To get money. So, so he can get paid. Yeah, and everybody gets paid, including mm-hmm. them and the attorney. Yeah. I'll tell you this, too. To me, and this is just the way I feel about it. Maybe this is the way a lot of people feel about it. If one woman accuses Deshaun Watson, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. Is it just a money grab or is it not? If it's two or three, it starts to look bad. When it becomes 30 or 25, then it's like, oh, I think he did it. You know, I think, I mean, it's like how many times, how many women can accuse? Do you think that's the way most people feel about things like that, Lisa? Yeah, and I think his attorney's accusation about the, that the attorney can kind of somehow troll this, is, I mean, it's, that's just BS because how can an attorney create that, you know, Watson created this, mm-hmm. but you can't create, you can't make this, 
you know, he didn't make this up. This mm-hmm. is what often happens, though, is once you have one accuser come forward, it liberates others to feel like, mm-hmm. oh, well, right. I'm not alone in this. I can come forward. And they often will go uh, to the same attorney mm-hmm. because it makes sense. They've already, mm-hmm. you know, done an investigation. There's not a kind of a, a duplicity of, of assets and investigation and stuff. So you just, you're able to just streamline it. Mm-hmm. So that happens very commonly. But I mean, when you get 20 women coming forward, come on. I know. Yeah. I, I always, you know, but, you know, if it's just one, I, I, maybe this is wrong of me to say, but it's that Duke Lacrosse case. Because one woman accused all those guys, and it wasn't true. And the DA in that case was really dirty. I've seen documentaries on that. I thought I start to think yeah. mm, that's you know it can happen where just one person or a couple of people can say something that's not true. Well, and ruin your life. Didn't it come out that Watson had scheduled like seventy six different massages over two years? Yeah, like, different, like in two days. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. It was almost like he was just yeah. like he it was, was always changing. Yeah. I'll tell you something else. I think if uh, even if all these get settled, and especially if some of the women as Four have continued to do, really come forward, and we see all these things played out in the media and everything. So I think it's very hard for the Browns and the NFL to let him play. You know, at least for, oh, yeah, for sure. he may not yeah. take a snap for yeah. two years. They yeah. look horrible. Oh, they said the Browns are in a really bad spot now because they thought oh, yeah. all this was going to be yeah cleared behind them, mm-hmm. no worries. Well, not twenty now. twenty of them are though. Do you think they privately said, "Well, thank goodness he got rid of twenty of these cases"? I mean. He really, the fan base in Cleveland, I think a lot of them are like, this is disgusting. You know, you're putting this guy who's probably done these terrible things and you're making him our quarterback and paying him a boatload of money. Yeah, too. no, they can't. Yeah, they won't be able to do that. And you want me to wear his jersey. Yeah, it looks terrible. It yeah. really does. Uh, let's go to the next case. Uh, this yesterday was very interesting to me from Polk County, Iowa. A uh, gentleman was buried there. Stephen Owens was buried there about uh, a while back, a couple of months ago. His family on his tombstone wrote out a long message that was, you know, very nice, and it appeared to be uh, a remembrance of him. But someone noticed. In fact, the cemetery noticed. Wait a minute. This headstone, if you t- if you print it all out down the side, if you read from top to bottom, the first letter in each word were F U O F F. So it was off. And a lot of other people who are coming out to visit their departed loved ones are saying, I don't want to stare at the word F off while I do this. Can they be stopped? It seems like no, that no one was able to stop them from putting the headstone in place. And their family says, look, that's the kind of guy he was. It was a joke. It was for fun. He said that a lot. We wanted it as a tribute. And nobody has to come out here and look at it. You know, it's it's ours. It's on the cemetery property. What do you think? I love this. I want something like that on my tombstone. I have Lisa, Lisa. objection. No, I'm telling you, don't. Yes. Okay, you know what? Good for you, Lisa. WTF. I want WTF on mine. <laughs> Lisa. Lisa. I haven't felt this bad since you went with that Satan cult that time. <laughs> <laughs> remember that when you sided with them, the Satan yeah, Club? I remember the Satan oh. people. Yeah. Uh, little Satan juniors That's or whatever. That's right. They had Satan Club where the kids would go after school. Lisa. Uh, no, I put a picture of this tombstone on my linear law group, Facebook and Instagram. If you want to actually see the poem, Lisa. I like it a lot. It's, Forever in our hearts until we meet again. Cherished memories. <laughs> known as our known as our father, mm. our brother. It's mm. hilarious. Mm. So um, anyway, it's, it's just very, you know, they didn't, they could have tried to actually put F off just by itself on the tombstone, but they didn't. Mm. They disguised it in this cute little poem that they wrote and put on there. <laughs> and uh, 
But so the people who run the cemetery said, you know, we were kind of uncomfortable with it, but we let them do it. And now there's an uproar because all the other people coming to the cemetery don't like it. Mm-hmm. So they're pondering what to do about it. If it's a private cemetery, the owners of the cemetery can do whatever they can say. People, you know, they can regulate the speech. They can regulate the content. It's a tougher problem if it is a public cemetery because then there are constitutional challenges to being able to restrict speech. So I think, and I think this is a private cemetery. So I think if they want to make them take it down, they can. Oh, I do see. you know, I hmm. can't recall, uh, maybe you guys have seen it. Are the letters in question, the money letters mm-hmm. in question, are they bolder than the others? <laughs> or is it just... You can, yeah, you can kind of tell because it's the first letter of each little line of the poem. They're capitalized. But are, are they they're they're larger? They're ca- yes. And they're capitalized. They're in kind of a different, yeah, slightly different. So they do stand font, out a touch. Yeah, they, they ma- stand out a touch. Well, I, you know, because I wouldn't have thought people would have really noticed, but they did. They noticed mm-hmm. immediately. So, oh, wait a minute. This is, is it a regular-sized tombstone? I mean, that's a hell of yeah, a poem. Yeah. yeah, but they, you know, tall enough, and they put yeah, Where's the name and the birth date and the death date? I know you got to get all that on there too. That's uh, I I if it was public, you're saying they would. That's an interesting debate. You it know, is. it's public, so it's freedom of speech, mm-hmm. and you get to put it out there. But so they would be allowed there. But this in this way, do you think the cemetery, if they get enough complaints, will make them take it down and change it? You know, they're really they're struggling with it. I think because I think they realize you know the family's point, which is that we disguised it, so it's not super obvious. And it's who, it's who this guy was. It was his favorite thing to say. He said it to everybody in jazz. It's sort of how he greeted everybody. And uh, they just, they're kind of struggling with it. Good <laughs> gracious. Unbelievable. Uh, you don't have to read the tombstone when you walk past it. If it's yeah, but it's like once you know it's there, you can't That's right. Once you see, exactly right. Would you be offended, Kelly? I don't like it. I would be offended. If, if you went out there to see me, Maul? Yes. If it was right next to my mall, mm-hmm. I would have a problem with it. Yes, I would. I'd have to see it every time. And then I took, you know, other relatives out there and said, look at this. Look mm-hmm. what look what's sitting here right next to Maul. I would hate that. <laughs> kind sure of would. funny. I sure would. Not funny to me. From Spirit Lake, Idaho. I'll make my picture with it. <laughs> I'm going to post it. That's another thing. People are going to probably put it up on Instagram mm-hmm. and so forth. Oh, yeah. 100% wrong. But you're just standing on people that don't even know. But you're standing on Meme on Peepaw's grave to get a better <laughs> angle of this thing <laughs> through your filters and whatnot. Oh, throw the book at these people. Uh, the, there's an Idaho family that, and we've heard of this happening before. We knew somebody this happened to. It's, but for 20 days, they've been dealing with it. They came up from work one day and found that a uh, crew of builders was stripping the roof off their home. They were at the wrong address. The roof. The roof was being taken off their home. The roof. So they say, this is a nightmare. This happened uh, This happened June 1st. So it's been a while now. And the problem is they put a tarp over it, but it's rained since. And now rain is getting into their house yeah. and nobody's fixing it. They keep getting the runaround from the company. And so they're calling like local news and everything to try and help them out. Lisa, of course the company has to put the roof back on, but now I think they have to pay for damage inside the house as well if they've had uh, damage from it. Isn't that the case? Well, you know, technically by the letter of law, of course they owe that. Mm-hmm. But making them pay it, that's a different story. And it's gotten to the point now where the damages have really racked up. They've got, you know, drywall damage and carpet and flooring damage inside the house. And it's gotten kind of costly. And the roofing company's insurance denied the claim. It's not what says they have an exclusion for this kind of thing. So now, it's, does the roofing company have the assets to be able to afford to fix all this? Because now it's not just replacing the roof. And plus, you know, that's, they would have to provide the materials. And so that if they don't have the money and they refuse to do it, making, you know, making them do it is a harder thing. Take them to court. They can, you know, with these construction companies, a lot of times they'll just close up shop and then you get nothing. 
I'm flabbergasted. Well, we gave yeah, you a tarp. <laughs> big tarp, too. It's sad, but that's really the best we've got in the oh, year 2022 is still blue tarps. It's a big old blue tarp. That's what it is. You know, when yeah, you see got, hurricanes and tornadoes. Yes, that's right. That's what we have. And they've had storms, and so it's been, yeah, it's been really getting a lot of water inside the house. And this, and this happens. I'm surprised at how often this happens. When I was researching this this morning, and just Googling, uh, you know, roofer removes wrong roof or whatever. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's like story after story across years yeah. of this happening, and oftentimes this kind of an outcome turns out to be the case where it's hard to get the roofing company then to pay for it because a lot of times there's a finger pointing, mm-hmm. like the roofing company is saying the contractor gave me the wrong address. It's their fault. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just a, God, I feel so. Meantime, the homeowner's just getting, you know, getting so wet. They're real, they're getting wet. Exactly. There's a, and then it starts. It's in your drywall and your carpet and all that. My God, gets ruined. Good lord! Yeah. I didn't even think about calling insurance. Uh, <laughs> well, they turned it down. Of course they did. They denied the claim. Well, and, and your own, and right in your own homeowners isn't designed for this kind of thing. It's first party insurance, so you're you're really screwed. I'm fit yeah. to be tied over this one, man. Yeah, and then that's where a GoFundMe could help out, Biggie. You know that you get a yeah. Go, GoFundMe for this family. Yeah. I put a dollar. Yeah, I can see that. Would I put a dollar on that? I don't have mm. Idaho dollars, but I'd do the best I could. <laughs> Idaho dollars. I wish them best. I know that. I like this new thing where you ask me about every GoFundMe if I approve or not. <laughs> If only GoFundMe would ask me for approval. Right, 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 right. I do. I, do. I try to get Biggie's approval for the because he was hopping mad the other day. A guy that got a sixty-nine cent gas. Yeah, guy. sixty-nine cent gas guy. Got to go fund yeah. Lisa Lanier. We'll have you on next week if you remember to call. <laughs> <laughs>